tax filing season is heating up. This week, we highlight five ways taxes could potentially take a bite out of your retirement savings. We'll offer some tips to help retirees navigate through tax season. It's Retire Fit Radio with Nathan Fort. Welcome into Retire Fit Radio. Your host, Nathan Fort, founder and president of Vital Retirement Planners right here in Austin. Check out a great website, retireaustin.com. 17 plus years experience helping hundreds of clients get ready for their retirement. He's a fiduciary advisor, retirement income certified professional, and a chartered advisor for senior living. In a very busy office, they do up to 70 seminars each year, and that's always about education. You can find out more about the three C's, clarity, control, and confidence. Check out retireaustin.com. I'm Morgan Patrick, consumer advocate. We hit the topics each and every week, but we also give you an opportunity to get on the calendar with Nathan Ford and his team at Vital Retirement Planners. No cost, no obligation, no pressure. See where you are in your retirement planning process. So let's get into this. Required minimum distributions to potential taxes on Social Security. It can really stress your retirement nest egg. So today we wanted to tackle it head on, offer up some suggestions on how to minimize those taxes because, hey, it's tax season. Thought we'd, uh, you know, uh, do you a solid, talk about it. So withdrawals taxed as ordinary income, not capital gains, Nathan. Well, don't we love taxes? We love talking about it. Everybody just can't wait. It's like going to the dentist, man. No offense to all the dentists out there, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Hey, I know some great dentists. They do a great job. They do a great job. Also, I know some great CPAs as well that can make taxes uh, less painful. Um, And a lot of people, here's one thing I think is probably good to start with. Uh, A lot of people don't see the IRS tax code as basically a list of opportunities to partner with the IRS. If you look at uh, where tax incentives are given, credits and and uh, deductions, those are that's basically your federal government asking you to behave a certain way. And this is something the the government figured out a lot of decades ago that they could influence behavior through policy. But now here's what's, uh, this is kind of a sticky subject when it comes to retirement accounts, the 401ks, the IRAs, 403bs, 457s, all all the, you know, the alphabet soup and uh, of pre-tax retirement plans. These have essentially replaced pensions. I think that's the first thing we need to understand. But your your hands are tied a bit. There's not a lot of Uh, opportunities you have in terms of tax strategy. I say not a lot. That doesn't mean there aren't any. Uh, You you just can't do as much as you can with other types of investments. But this required minimum distribution rule is a perfect example of uh, of how the the government has strings attached to some of these tax benefits associated with these employer plans. And you just kind of have to know how best to navigate those strings. So when you turn 73, you're required to withdraw money from your tax, your pre-tax retirement accounts. You are not required to withdraw from Roth accounts, right? So we're talking about the traditional IRA, the pre-tax 401k. Uh, You're going to be required to start taking money out. Now, here's the tricky part. No, No matter what you're invested in, whether these are equity investments or debt investments like bonds, uh, whether you're earning interest or dividends or capital gains, it doesn't matter. 
when you start withdrawing from those pre-tax retirement accounts, it's all treated the same way. It's all taxes, ordinary income. So here's what you, if you pan out and, you know, get to that 10,000 foot view of your retirement portfolio, you really need to consider the taxable nature of each of the retirement resources you have and let that weigh in when you decide how you're going to allocate your overall portfolio. What types of investments are you going to hold in certain accounts? Let me give you an example. Okay. If you were invested in uh, in, in certain vehicles, investments that are going to pay interest or dividends, those are always going to be, uh, you're always going to pay ordinary income tax rates on interest and dividends. So wouldn't it make sense to own the investments that are going, that you're going to have to pay ordinary income taxes on anyway in your IRAs, Roth IRAs, traditional IRAs, whatever. Uh, and for the equities, the stocks, the equity mutual funds or ETFs where you have capital gains tax treatment opportunities, own those outside of the IRA. That way you can benefit from the long-term capital gains tax treatment. And for many of you, those tax brackets are going to be more attractive and you can apply losses against those gains that you're withdrawing some of that tax loss harvesting stuff there's just a lot more you can do so when you look at your retirement it's a lot more than hey i'm going to try to get a you know x rate of return to make sure my money lasts as long as i live it's a lot more than that if you really want to fine tune your retirement plan and make it as efficient as possible you've got to consider all the elements of your retirement portfolio the tax efficiency your asset allocations, your risk level, the timeline, the amount of cash flow you're going to need to generate. What types of investments are you making to produce the cash flow? So as you can see, there's a lot that goes into this conversation. Sure. And the important thing is you better be having the conversation and you better have a plan that includes all of these elements and some strategy for making your retirement as efficient as possible. On this show, we talk about the three C's. The first C is clarity. You've got to have clarity about your situation. Know how you stand right now, good or bad. You got to know what, what obstacles are you facing? What level of risk are you exposed to? How inefficient are you in terms of the fees you're paying or the taxes you're paying, whatever. And then the second step, the second C is to get control. There's a lot of things in life you can't control, but there are a lot of things you can control. This is a good example of what we're talking about here today. And the third C is confidence. Once you have clarity, you start to take control of the things that matter most that you can control, then you're naturally going to get that level of confidence that we all want, right, from a financial standpoint. So anyway. I tell you, so much goes into it. And we talk about retirement planning each and every week here on Retire Fit Radio. We're trying to get you in shape, right, for retirement. Uh, you need to have a plan. Uh, but realize, uh, if you realize anything uh, it can be very complex and you really need to focus in. And there are so many things that you can do right now. We're just going over tips to help you navigate through tax season because it's very timely. 
uh, talking about withdrawals, taxes, ordinary income, not capital gains. We've already covered, you know, your distributions. They can push you into that higher tax bracket, as you mentioned, uh, Nathan. I mean, this is something you really need to be aware of. You need to have a tax plan within your retirement plan because it can really eat away at your retirement. So this next one I want you to hit on is just the additional income that you're going to have. It can it can make Social Security now taxable. Yeah, you know, a lot of people don't remember that Social Security used to be completely tax-free. There there were no taxes withheld from Social Security, and, and which you, know, you think would make a lot of sense because how are you contributing to the whole Social Security system? It, it's a tax, right? And then when you retire, you start taking that Social Security retirement benefit. You're essentially getting your tax money back, hopefully with some, some growth, but now you're taxed on it again. So, you know, in the 80s, they decided, you know what, we need to start taxing Social Security benefits. In the 90s, uh, and, and they said, well, we're going to tax up to 50% of your Social Security benefits. No more than that. Just half of it's going to be taxable for some of you. And then uh, in the 90s, I think it was, I think it was 93, they said, uh, well, you know, we're going to tax up to 85% of your Social Security benefits. But only if your income is within a certain level. Um, so a lot of people are kind of, you know, looking at their watch, waiting for the news to come from Capitol Hill that, uh, hey, we're going to start taxing 100% of your Social Security benefits. So, so uh, and there's some, this is a, a good example of why it's important to sit down with a professional sure. who's experienced in this area because uh, getting the clarity you need about Social Security uh, it may not be as simple as we all hope it would be, but let me just give you an idea here. Uh, if you are a single filer, your, uh, your, your brackets that are going to determine how much of your social security is taxable are going to be different for those who are filing a joint return. And essentially you're going to take half of your social security benefit, and then you're going to add to it your other sources of taxable income. We just talked about required minimum distributions, those taxable withdrawals from your IRAs. So those are going to be added to your Social Security. It's half of that Social Security benefit to get you into those brackets. So if you earn more than 34, if that number is more than 34,000, you're, you're going to be facing taxes up to 85% of your Social Security benefit. Uh, and if, if you're single for joint filers, that threshold starts at 32,000, 85% of the social security benefits could be taxable, uh, on, on incomes above 44,000. So there's these, it's a kind of a ladder. Now here's where the tax planning becomes very important. In my opinion, if you want to reduce the amount of your social security benefit that is taxable, you can reduce with planning you can reduce your tax liability on withdrawals that you're going to be taking in the future in retirement by choosing how you invest your money, which vehicles you're using. Are you doing Roth conversions? Are you uh, deferring taxes or are you uh, building up your tax-free accounts? Meaning are, are you contributing to your pre-tax uh, 401ks and IRAs or are you contributing to your Roth? Uh, are you using uh, cash value life insurance to generate uh, potential tax-free income down the road. Again, there's a lot of things you could do, especially if you're a business owner. We can get into the weeds even more. There's a lot of great things you could do to take a lot of taxes off the table if you're a business. 
Now, we are coming up on a hard stop. I want to make sure everybody listening now knows that we do this every week. We open up my calendar for 10 appointments. This is your opportunity to take one of those 10 appointments. You call now. You're going to sit down with me and my team, and we're going to help you get those three C's we talked about, clarity, control, and confidence. Those 10 spots go pretty quick. Call now to get yours. All right, here we go. Here's the number to call, 800-890-5008. 10 spots, only 10, and they do go fast. 800-890-5008. The goal of this show is to help you make the best decision for your retirement, and you can do this at no cost, no obligation, and again, no pressure. Get those three C's, clarity, control, and confidence we talk about. 800 890-5008, the number to call, grab one of those 10 positions. Coming up next, when we get back on the program, there are some key ages to consider in retirement planning and the whole process. Now, given that there have been a lot of changes with the passage of Secure Act 2.0, there are a few amendments you don't want to forget to include in your timeline. That's all coming up next. Fit Radio. Your host, Nathan Fort, founder and president of Vital Retirement Planners right here in Austin. 17 plus years experience helping hundreds of his clients get ready for retirement. He's a fiduciary advisor, retirement income certified professional, chartered advisor for senior living. And folks, we talk busy. Yeah, think about this office. They do up to 70 seminars each year, and it's always about education. Check out the website. Great information there. RetireAustin.com. I'm Morgan Patrick, Advocate. So the closer you get to retirement, the more important certain milestones and ages become to that retirement and your planning, okay, the playbook. Now, before we get to those all important milestones, we wanted to check in with economist Peter Schiff to get his take on the expectations of the future when it comes to the economy today. And let me warn you, here's Eeyore. Well, I think people are underestimating just how bad the news is going to get. First of all, a lot of people think that inflation is going to come down. It's not. I think the decline is what's transitory. I think we're going to be making new year-over-year highs in inflation before the end of the year. And the recession that everybody denies exists is actually going to get worse. So we're going to have a weaker economy and stronger inflation. And the markets are not expecting that, and neither is the Fed. Economist Peter Schiff playing the role of the rain cloud. Now let's go over it here. And now in contrast, One United Bank CEO Kevin Cohe joined Squawk Box, or Squawk on the Street, excuse me, to discuss weathering that storm from Fed rate hikes and relief prospects for housing markets. And he is much more upbeat. I believe the key is to be calm right now and to realize that 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 although we have some challenges, we have a bright future ahead of us. And to just not panic, study your positions carefully and stick with what you believe in. It's also a time of opportunity. I mean, prices are down and when prices are down, this is the time to buy. So I think this is the time to take advantage of opportunity. All right, there you go. Again, CEO Kevin Cohey, One United Bank. So Nathan, let's just get your take. I mean, you heard Peter Schiff, the economist, He's on the downside of this. And then you've got Kohi. Uh, he's saying, be calm, stay in there. Well, I got a lot of respect for Peter Schiff. I've met him personally, had conversations with him. He's a super bright mind. Uh, but I have to say, I like uh, I like Kevin's comments better. 
you know, uh, there's always a, a doom and gloom perspective. Um, and yeah, inflation may be on the rise and let's say markets are down. Let, let's go with Peter Schiff's uh, opinion for a second. That doesn't mean there are no opportunities. That doesn't mean there aren't incredible opportunities when it comes to investing and allocating your portfolio. Um, so buying opportunities or if interest rates are high, yeah, that might hurt you if you're a borrower, uh, but it could be great for you if you're uh, investing in debt instruments, whether that's on the public side through bonds or uh, private credit, uh, there can be great opportunities there. If the markets are down, uh, you may have uh, a slew of distressed real estate, which could be incredible for buying opportunities. So whether, th whether the markets are quote unquote bad or good, there are great opportunities. And that's why I, 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 you know, kind of lean a little bit more towards the attitude of Kevin Cohey on this, that, uh, yeah, things, uh, things could be difficult, but hang in there, be patient. Don't, it, but here's some advice I would give you. Cause I hear this quite a bit from folks who are coming into my office. A lot of people, and I understand, I understand it. They take the approach of, hey, oh, I'm just not going to look at my statements. Uh, just, <laughs> yeah. just, just for a few months, I'm just not going to open them up. And I get it. Trust me. And for some people, it might be good for you to do that if, if you are confident that you have a great, effective, tax-efficient, diversified allocation that is in harmony in great alignment with your retirement plan and your objectives, right? If you know that's in place, sure. If it helps you, if it helps your blood pressure and your your adrenal glands can calm down a little bit, if you're not looking at those statements, then sure, set them aside. But if you don't have that level of confidence, you, I would err on the side of having clarity always. Even if things are bad, understand what is bad because there may be some opportunities. Let me give you an example. If your retirement accounts have taken a heavy hit, your your pre-tax traditional IRA, for example, this could be an excellent opportunity for a Roth conversion. If you're going to convert the traditional IRA to a Roth, you, you kind of want to do that when your IRA, your traditional, traditional IRA is as low as possible, because remember, that whole conversion is going to be taxable. Uh, so you'd rather pay taxes on a lower amount and then experience the recovery the rebound, the bull market inside of the Roth. Now you, you get all that growth tax-free. So anyway, I, I just want to throw that two cents out there. Tell you folks, uh, have a plan, uh, have these types of conversations. There's going to be an opportunity to get on the counter with Nathan Ford and his team at Vital Retirement Planners. Again, it's no cost, no obligation, no pressure. We have 10 positions each show exclusive for our radio listeners. Your opportunity to grab one of those spots is anytime during the course of the program. You can call 800-890-5008 or you can text retire to that same number 800-890-5008. All right. So the keys to winning this game of retirement planning, uh, you need to be aware of the landscape, what's going on and things can change for you uh, depending on your age. And we wanted to talk about that as you're going through your journey for retirement. And I'm going to throw a number out. It's an age. And Nathan, we'll get you just to comment on the significance of that age. And you go to work, let's say, and your office is filled with black balloons. You just turned 50. 
Well, I hear 50 is a new 40 for one. So uh, we'll throw that out there. We can go lower than uh, that. We can go 35, right? <laughs> do I hear 35? Do I hear 34? <laughs> do I hear... <laughs> Right. Uh, you know, whatever you think, age really is a mindset. I mean, that's just been my experience working with so many people. Uh, so anyway, keep that in mind. But if you're age 50, one of the big deals with that is your contribution limits to your 401ks, your IRAs, your retirement accounts have increased. So happy birthday. Congratulations. They call these catch up contributions because you procrastinated. Now, you don't have to, it's not necessary that you procrastinated to get these catch-up contribution limits. They're just going to say, hey, well, we figure you're a little closer to retirement, and uh, we're going to give you a little more room to collect some of these tax incentives for your retirement savings. So take advantage of that. Uh, Of course, if you can, if there's room to increase your contributions, go for it. And if you've got Roth contribution options, I, you know, for me, I I believe tax rates are going to be higher in the future. I think you're going to thank yourself in the future for building up a larger portion of your tax-free investment. So beef up that Roth, add as much as you can, get employer contributions and matches, and uh, you'll thank yourself, like I said. Milestone ages to be aware of as you're heading towards retirement and into retirement. Next up, we've already hit 50. Now we're going to go almost to the end of your decade. It's 59 and a half. I love the half. I think there was a committee of five-year-olds that came up with this rule. I don't. I just don't get it. Uh, you, can we call it 59? Can we call it 60? No, uh, they just couldn't agree. 59 and a half. So this is a key age because uh, now you can start drawing from your retirement accounts without an IRS tax penalty. Uh, now, this is true for Roth IRAs as well. You can start to be, you can start to withdraw the gains in that Roth IRA. We're not talking about your basis, your cost basis, contributions. We're talking about your gains, of course, as long as your Roth has been in effect for five years. Uh, Now, also, if you're still working, whether you're retired or not, almost every retirement plan out there, 401k plan, will allow you to roll over your 401k while you're still working. You can get access to investments and strategies and great retirement-oriented vehicles that are not available inside of your 401k plan. You can start getting access to those at 59 and a half by doing tax-free rollovers. If that is you, you better call because you don't want to give up this opportunity. Retire Fit Radio. Your host is Nathan Fort. Again, founder and president, Vital Retirement Planners, right here in Austin. Check out the website, retireaustin.com. 17 plus years experience helping hundreds of his clients get ready for retirement. Again, fiduciary advisor. Uh, we hit the uh, milestone ages. We've talked about 50, 59 and a half, and we can, we can throw a dart and hit a number of different ages. They have significance. Uh, but let's get into the 60, 60, 61, 62, and 63. Yeah, let's go through these. And this is unique to the new 2.0 Secure Act rules that have been introduced. And I, I think this is kind of cool. Uh, the maximum catch-up limits are actually indexed, meaning uh, that the older you are, the larger the catch-up amount that you can contribute. So between 60, 61, 62, 63. Um, and what I would do is just, it, it, I would challenge you to Google this, find that chart, know where you're at, know where your contribution limits are. And if we jump down even to uh, ages 62 to 70, we get into Social Security benefits, right? 62 is the first year you could begin taking your own retirement benefits. Of course, it's going to be 
reduced because it's an early retirement benefit. Um, all the way up to 70, you can defer as uh, up into 70. Um, now, if you do that, of course, remember, you're giving up all those Social Security benefits to wait for a larger Social Security, Security benefit later. Um, interesting fact here for a lot of people. If you compare the two, taking a early Social Security benefit at 62 versus waiting to 70 for a larger benefit, and you ask yourself, when has my household been paid the same amount from Social Security? Uh, you're about 83. So if uh, you've got longevity in your family, you may want to delay. If uh, people are passing away much earlier than, than the average, you may not want to delay. So now we started this show with 10 appointment spots. We are down to seven. There are seven spots on my calendar for you to come in and see me and my team. We're going to help you get clarity about your situation. We're going to help you take control of the things that you should be controlling in your retirement plan. Uh, and help you create a retirement plan. And the third C is my favorite. You'll get the level of confidence you need and you deserve. Call now. Those are going to go fast. All right. We've got the spots. 800-890-5008 or text retire to that same number. 800-890-5008. This is your opportunity, folks. It's no cost, no obligation, simply no pressure. Get a better handle on your situation and get the three C's. Clarity, control, and confidence. Call now. 800 890 5008 or text retire to that very same number 800-890-5008 when we come back we're going to offer up some advice about planning for retirement that you probably should take however guess what most americans don't do it that's coming up next on retire fit radio Retire Fit Radio. Your host, Nathan Fort, founder, president of Vital Retirement Planners, where you can find him. RetireAustin.com is the website. It is a great resource for you. Nathan's got 17 plus years experience helping hundreds of his clients get ready for retirement. He's a fiduciary advisor, retirement income certified professional, chartered advisor for senior living in a busy office here in Austin. They do up to 70 seminars each year, and that's always about education. And I can guarantee you uh, those seminars go over clarity, control, and confidence, the three C's that you need for your retirement. I'm Morgan Patrick, consumer advocate, and away we go. The advice that we offer is probably something that you've heard before, correct? But there are a lot of you out there that choose to ignore it, okay? And some of these are simple, tried and true, right in front of your face, and you just turn the other way. The first one, Nathan, and it's so it seems so simple, just start saving early. Well, and better late than never, too. So sure. if, you, if you didn't start doing this early, we're not going to lash you, but you you should get started now, wherever you are, whoever you are, whatever your age is, get it going. And saving is one part. Investing is another. Uh, and then you get into asset allocation and you know, how should I be placing this money? This is Einstein. I mean, you talk about Einstein's eighth wonder of the world is what? Compounding compound interest get interest working for you you know smart families earn interest they don't pay interest they earn it and you want you know the earlier you get that compounding started the better off you're going to be i had a client in here the other day uh she you know we had put together a, a concrete retirement plan for her we're, we're hitting all the bases she said you know what i really want you to talk to my son 
he needs some help. He's got some money saved, but he he just needs some direction moving forward. And uh, I think I'm trying to remember the numbers. I think he had about a, about a hundred thousand dollars saved up, uh, sitting in cash, not doing anything. He has some room to save some money every year. And so we just did the math. He's 28 years old. Said, uh, well, if 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 he wants to keep the money invested until he's 60, right? Let's just use that number. Uh, if we're earning about an eight percent average rate of return, which over that time you should be able to achieve that if you're invested well in the market. And and if he just invests ten thousand dollars a year, so he's adding ten thousand dollars to it, starting with a hundred thousand uh, dollars, he's looking at around two and a half million dollars saved at sixty, and uh, and that's not including anything else he does. Maybe there's real estate he acquires that could be paid off by then. That's an asset as well. Maybe there's a uh, an employer plan. There's Roth accounts he's contributed to. This is how you do it. This is how you say now the the purpose of saving is so that you can create assets, resources that that will pay you and support your cash flow needs and your lifestyle for the rest of your life. That's why you're saving. Uh, some people see it as a loss, like, oh, I got to give up this money. No, you're paying yourself in the future. So I mean, you, you'll thank yourself later for doing this, uh, as long as you're not reckless and frivolous with the amount of risk you're taking and uh, you're not dumping it all on uh, on some you know brand new flash in the plan crypto strategy, but you got know, you got to be reasonable and uh, prudent. I tell you, you think about it. Uh, we're going over just some simple tried and trues that a lot of people choose to ignore. But I liked what you said there, Nathan. It's not necessarily when you do it; you just need to do it. Just start saving. I mean, and start putting it away, and having that plan for retirement. And the next step, uh, the next tip is to have a goal. I mean, you don't just want to go blindly into it and just start, you know, socking money away. Have a goal of what you want to achieve in retirement. And here's the goal that I would recommend. Instead of having a goal of, uh, you know, net worth or the size of the investment you want to be looking at on your balance sheet in retirement, set an income goal, set a cash flow goal. How much cash flow do you want to have in retirement? And consider inflation when you're coming up with this goal. So, you know, $10,000 a month today is is not going to buy what $10,000 a month 20 years from now is going to buy. So you got to understand, you know, where am I going to be 20 years from now? You're probably going to need closer to $30,000 20 years from now with a, you know, 4% inflation rate. And that could be high. But hey, uh, you can use whatever number you want to be as conservative or aggressive as you want to. But uh, have a cash flow goal. And here's why you can back into that how much uh, what your resources are going to have to be to create that cash flow. So, uh, for example, let's say that you you want ten thousand dollars a month in retirement and you feel confident in a five percent withdrawal rate. Uh, so $10,000 a month is $120,000 a year. And again, you want some kind of asset that's going to be shelling out 5% per year to get you that $120,000. You're going to need $2.4 million at, again, at 5% withdrawal rate to generate that $120,000. So that's step one. Kind of get that cash flow idea in your mind. Get some help, you know, use a financial calculator or even better, a financial planner with a financial calculator. I think that could help. I, th I think of people going to the gym and trying to figure it out on their own. 
And, you know, some people, you know, of course, that's better than sitting on the couch and true. not doing anything. Very true. But, but how much better off are you going to be with an expert at your side who does this? This is, this is what they do as a, as a hobby for a living. They know how to help you avoid injury. They know how, you, how to help you get the most out of every workout, the, the right form, the right repetitions and sets and all that kind of stuff. You're just going to get better results. I, I, and, and if they can coach you on the nutrition side as well, you're just going to be better off than if you winged it, shot from the hip and tried to tackle it on your own. It's no different with financial planning. I mean, yeah, you can do some great things on your own, but why? Why do it on your own when you can have an expert at your side? So anyway, that's what I would say, Morgan, is if you're going to set a plan, mm -hmm. make it the most meaningful plan and goal. And in retirement, the most meaningful number. I'm just telling you, I've been doing this 17, 18 years. The most meaningful number is your cash flow. So set your retirement goals around cash flow and then consider realistic projections for investments, realistic projections for how much you can withdraw from those assets and resources in retirement. And that's going to tell you about how much you're going to need to do now. So that example I gave you, if I need two and a half, you know, two and a half million dollars in 20 years and I have, you know, X amount of dollars saved up today, well, how much am I going to need to invest each year for the next 20 years or 15 years, 10 years, whatever your situation is, five years even, how much do I need to be putting away and investing to get me to that number? Uh, that's how you set the goal. And then you set daily or weekly or monthly action items to tackle that. We help clients do that day in and day out. We help clients on the other end when the withdrawals are starting we need to get as much money as we can from the resources we've accumulated uh, but you just don't want to wing it have a plan retire fit radio nathan ford is your host vital retirement planners where you can find him right here in austin check out retireaustin.com we're going over uh just some advice that a lot of americans just don't follow and they're pretty simple start saving uh, and we'll do the edit, not just early, just you need to start saving no matter where you are uh, in your process. Uh, get in there, start saving and then set your goals. And as Nathan said, you know, income goals, what are they going to be as you move towards your retirement and in retirement? You need to know those numbers. And this next one be the last one we have time for, Nathan. And that's just live within your means, not just before you retire, but once you get into retirement. The, the sad thing about this one, Morgan, is wouldn't it be nice? Yes, if it we, would be. If, 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 <laughs> of course it would be. I want to just go for it. I just want to every day Saturday, I want to live well beyond, but I want to be able to plan for that, though, right? What if we had a government that taught us how to, how to do this by example? Yes. Live below your means. Uh, we, we're just, it, we're in a culture of, borrow, 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 kick the can down the road, uh, get your gratification now, pay it later. Um, this, is, this could be a disaster for you throughout your life. Uh, you, you end up with nothing but debt and nothing but a, uh, a negative mindset. This is where the misery comes from for so many people. I mean, money is so close to your I mean, your financial well-being is so closely tied to your emotional and your mental 
health, uh, big time. So live below your means. So what does that mean? Uh, don't buy stuff you can't afford, right? And, and know what you can't afford. Have some clarity there. And I'll tell you, having uh, living below your means is more satisfying than, than living above your means. I don't care what it is you're buying. If you can't afford to buy it, you're going to be stressed out. You're going to wonder you know, how bad things are going to get for you. You don't want to live that way. We are down to three appointment spots. We started this show with 10 spots on my calendar. These are appointments for you to visit with me and my team to get the clarity, control, and confidence you need. Seven of those spots are taken. There are three left. Don't hesitate. Call now to get your appointment with me. Nathan Ford offering retirees, pre-retirees, just common sense, straight talk. Talk about those three C's. Again, this is no cost, no obligation, no pressure. Two ways to get one of the three remaining spots. 800-890-5008. You can call that number. Again, 800-890-5008. Or you can text retire to that same number. 800-890-5008. This is an opportunity, folks, for you to sit down and get this retirement roadmap put together. Uh, And Nathan Ford and his team are going to translate for you a very complex retirement world into very clear instructions. You know, just have that ease of mind as you're moving towards your retirement. It's an excellent opportunity to get this retirement review, and it's no cost no obligation, and there is no pressure. Now, you may be in two areas. One, you haven't started planning. We've been talking about advice that people ignore. Well, maybe now's the time to stop ignoring and get off the couch. This is your opportunity to, you know, kind of kick the tires, get to know Nathan and his team. You can call the number 800-890-5008 or text retire to that same number 800-890-5008 or you're in the middle of something and you feel like you're married to your current advisor. Folks, you need a second opinion if you're frustrated and you need some feedback, you can get some right now. Call this number 800 800- for that second opinion. Just three spots remain. You could also text retire to that same number, 800-890-5008. Coming up next, it's time for question and answer. That's all next on Retire Fit Radio. Retire Fit Radio, your host, Nathan Fort, founder and president of Vital Retirement Planners right here in Austin, 17 plus years experience, helping hundreds of his clients get ready for their retirement. He is a fiduciary advisor, retirement income certified professional, chartered advisor for senior living in the office. Well, they do up to 70 seminars each year, and that is always about education. You can find out more about the three C's, clarity, control, and confidence. Check out the website, retireaustin.com. It's a great resource for you. I'm Morgan Patrick, consumer advocate. Time for Q&A, so let's get to this, Nathan. We'll go to Austin, stay right here in town for this one. Charlie is there. Here's the question. With the recent downturn in the stock market, I'm trying to look for ways to protect my portfolio. I know the old adage, diversify, 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 but what does that actually mean, and how do I go about diversifying to protect my investments in volatile times? Oh, what a great question. I'm glad I, I, I love this question because I, I love talking about it. There's a lot of misconceptions about this. Uh, let me give you a couple, a couple tips, maybe uh, shed some light on this topic. Um, for one, diversification can, uh, what you're doing is you're, you're mitigating your risk, you're spreading around your risk. You should be diversifying your risk, 
And I emphasize that because I don't see this done very well, very often. Let me give you an example. Uh, we just ran a uh, investment report. We call it a Glee report, gain, loss, and efficiency. Uh, ran a report for a couple the other day who came into the office and they had a portfolio of all these different types of mutual funds and ETFs, and there were some individual stocks in there. But one thing our system does is it helps us see how highly correlated the investments are, meaning uh, are they going to act differently, respond differently to market changes, or are they going to kind of respond the same way to market changes? And sure enough, uh, even though they had a basket full of all different types of funds, different names, different ticker symbols, the, the, the portfolio was very highly correlated, meaning all these different funds are going to respond in a very similar way to market changes. So were they diversified in the sense that they owned different stuff? Yeah. But were, was their risk diversified? Uh, risk really being a, a product of volatility. No, their holdings are going to be very similar in terms of volatility. So you got to diversify uh, your risk by making sure your holdings are not highly correlated. The other thing I would diversify is the management style of your portfolio. There are different philosophies about the market. Uh, some of them are right sometimes. Some of them are wrong sometimes. You just don't know. That's why you should diversify those. You can do this by uh, bringing uh, different managers with different uh, with uh, varying uh, you know diversified outlooks on the market and uh, different uh, management styles and trading strategies. That can be a huge. The other thing you could do is carve out a portion of your portfolio and not risk it at all. So maybe there's a portion of your portfolio you don't want to have in the market. In other words, you don't want it you don't want to have it out there on the frozen pond spread out trying to diversify the risk of falling through the ice. You want it off the pond altogether standing on the shore completely safe. So for some of you, you should have a portion of your portfolio that is completely protected from stock market risk while the other portion is diversified the way diversity really should work in investments. I love the ice fishing reference. I mean, uh, is that something from your <laughs> That's past? A good one. Is there, hey, ice? I, there's not ice I, fishing I, in I, Austin. We know that. Well, there, you know, <laughs> once every hundred years, <laughs> yeah. we get the opportunity to get out there. <laughs> Nobody's got the guts to drive their truck out there though. Like they do uh, up North, but uh, it, it is a great analogy though. Mm, it is. You know, if you want to, reduce the chances of falling through the ice, you spread out, right? Yeah. You don't stand in one spot. But if you want to eliminate the risk, there's no way to eliminate stock market risk. If you're directly invested in the market, you got to get off the pond. Tell you so some people just don't remember that. They, they don't. They don't. Question and answer always. It's entertaining. You can learn uh, from other people's questions. And, and remember, too, that, you know, your situation is going to be unique to what you're going through. Your question may be similar to what uh, some, of, some of these are going through, but it's not exactly. And, you know, the way your parts are moving around uh, with your plan are going to be different from, from anybody else's. So make sure you have something custom made for you. So let's stay in Austin for this question. Peggy is there. Here it is. I'm 58 years old, currently going through a divorce. 
My husband has usually handled all of our savings and investments, so I'm a little nervous about how to handle things all by myself. I am going to get a substantial sum in the divorce, so how should I go about uh, getting set up on my own, financially speaking? Uh, we, we can't beat the drum loud enough on this show or long enough about how important it is to always, always have a financial plan. Um, we, uh, things are going to change, obviously. We all know that. So we don't, we don't choose to go through life without a plan just because we can't solve every problem and we can't plan for every variable uh, you should always have a plan in place so that when changes happen, you can adjust it. It's a lot easier to identify how to respond to life's changes financially when you have a plan to refer to. Uh, so that's Peggy. Uh, that's what I would recommend to you. We, you've got to have a financial plan in place that uh, that illustrates your need for cash flow, where it's coming from. Your timeline, remember that in one of the segments earlier today, we talked about all the different ages that come into play from you know, 50 to 59 and a half, all the way up to 70. You know, these are milestones that you're going to hit, and you need to know how these milestones are going to impact you financially and from an insurance perspective as well. Uh, so there's a lot that goes into this. And what I want to help you avoid, Peggy, and anybody else listening who might be in Peggy's situation is avoid making financial decisions in a vacuum, meaning avoid making a decision about how your money should be invested, for example, without the context of your overall financial plan. Because your overall financial plan, that context is going to influence how your money's invested, your asset allocation. So, so you want to make sure you've got the bird's eye view before you get granular and, and and this is a challenge for some people because they're having conversations with the big box firms who have who hire financial advisors who are captive advisors and ultimately their job is just to sell you products and so uh, it doesn't really help them to have the bird's eye view conversation with you they want to quickly get down to that product, that fund you should be selling and buying this one or that annuity you should be buying here because it's going to solve all your life problems. Don't buy it. You've got to have a financial plan first to know how you should be behaving financially moving forward, whether you're by yourself, whether you're married uh, and, and divorce is one way to, to get single in retirement. Another, you know, it's very rare that couples pass away together. Usually there's a survivor. So do you know what your survivor retirement plan looks like? Uh, if you don't, you, you've got to have a plan that illustrates that for you so you're not wondering because that's, that's a scary way to go through, through life, in my opinion. Well, spots on the calendar are going to be available immediately following question and answer with Nathan Fort and his team at Vital Retirement Planners. We'll tell you about that here in just a little bit, so stay tuned. Let's go to Cedar Park. This could be our final question of the show. It's Dave, and he's looking for some advice, and here it is. The question, I would like to invest in the cannabis industry, Nathan. I have five stocks picked out, and these five uh, just happen to be listed in the Exchange Traded Fund ETF. Uh, is it better to invest in stocks individually or, say, the ETF, which covers all the stocks in which I want to invest? <laughs> this is a good one. I'll, I'll just say something about cannabis. Uh, I believe 
It's not just me. I listen to a lot of experts in this space. Um, It's hard for me to think of a scenario where cannabis loses ground. Um, You know, I think this train is moving. It's moving forward. It might not be moving as quickly as some people would like, but uh, it's just going to become more and more mainstream as more states jump on board. Uh, it's, it's gonna, it could be a good investment, but what you got to remember too, is the anticipated and, and hoped for returns in cannabis are already priced into today's prices of some of those stocks and ETF. So you got a lot of people that are anticipating the potential in cannabis. You can't forget that that's already baked into the price to an extent. Now, do you buy stocks or do you buy an ETF diversified across those stocks? Well, it just depends on what you know. At the end of the day, uh, if you've got some knowledge that certain companies are, you know, have a, you know, 90% chance of doing so much better than their competitors, well, you may be better off you're kind of overweighting your holdings in those stocks. But if you don't know, you're not sure, that's where, you know, a vehicle like an ETF can be really valuable because you've already got that element of diversification there. You don't have to pick and choose. You, you can kind of hope that, well, somebody managing that ETF is doing a pretty good job picking and choosing. And, and maybe there's multiple ETFs you can get exposure to. So, and this is a great lesson, not just for investing in cannabis, but anything. Uh, if, if you don't know what to do, you, you don't feel like you're the expert, then, you know, you can hire experts in a lot of different ways. You can buy an ETF, you can hire, uh, you know, an institutional asset manager to manage those holdings for you. And all the studies show that you're going to do better in the long run if you have those experts on your team. Well, uh, Morgan, we started the show, as we always do, with 10 appointment spots on my calendar. We are down to the last two. So eight are already gone, spoken for. There are two more spots on my calendar. This is your opportunity to sit down with a fiduciary investment advisor specialized in this area. This is what I do. Retirement planning, investing. We're independent. We're not a captive advisor to a bank or brokerage. We represent our clients, not financial institutions. We represent you, not Wall Street. Uh, so two more appointments call now. Those are going to go fast. All right. This is complimentary. No cost, no obligation, no pressure. Two ways to get this done. Call this number now. 800-890-5008. That's 800-890-5008. Or you can text the word retire to that same number. 800-890-5008. Claim your spot now. Just two remain. 800 890 5008 or text retire to that same number 800-890-5008 another edition of retire fit radio is in the books and we'll see you on the radio next week Investment advisory services are offered through Foundations Investment Advisors, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is intended for informational and educational purposes only. The views, statements, and opinions expressed herein are those of the individual speakers and not necessarily those of Foundations and its affiliates. The information contained herein does not constitute an offer to sell any securities or represent an express or implied opinion or endorsement of any specific investment opportunity, offering, or issuer. Any discussion of performance or returns is not indicative of future results. Any mention of rates and guarantees provided by insurance products and annuities are subject to the financial strength of the issuing company, not guaranteed by any bank or the FDIC. 
Each individual investor situation is different, and ideas provided may not be appropriate for your particular circumstances. Foundations only transacts business in states where it is properly registered or is excluded or exempted from registration requirements. Registration as an investment advisor is not an endorsement of the firm by securities regulators and does not mean the advisor has achieved a specific level of skill or ability. A Roth conversion may not be suitable for your situation. The primary goal in converting retirement assets into a Roth IRA is to reduce the future tax liability on the distributions you take in retirement or on the distributions of your beneficiaries. The information provided is to help you determine whether or not a Roth IRA conversion may be appropriate for your particular circumstances. Please review your retirement savings, tax, and legacy planning strategies with your legal or tax advisor to be sure a Roth IRA conversion fits into your planning strategies. Alternative investments are often complex, speculative, and illiquid investment vehicles that are not suitable for all investors and are typically only available to accredited investors who meet certain minimum financial requirements. No legal or tax advice is provided. Always consult with a tax professional. All rights reserved.